You are listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Orville, where we discuss Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is available anywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rating, a review, and let us know what you think so that more people can get involved with the conversations about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. Well, Steve and Vicky, welcome back to The Uncommon Truth. Thanks, Max. It's good to have you. Hey, it's good Even to be Steve. here. Even Steve. It's good to have both of you. I can't take sides Even at Steven. this point. Take sides? Even yeah, Steven. I'm not, I'm, it's us against, against you. Against you. Side. Yeah, that's about? right. Exactly. we got to keep sides, that you dynamic. Not, you better stay with us. The listeners have gotten familiar with that dynamic, so I'm staying over here. You guys stay I wonder stay if you get any there. emails regarding how these people need marital counseling. No. Well, no, we don't need marital you guys counseling. offer it, so there we go. Um, and it's a good advertisement. So good if advertisement. Wanna, if you want to be spicy and, and spicy. edgy, right? We talk about being edgy a lot. Yeah. So how have you guys last week been? Oh, my gosh. It's been phenomenal. In the midst of pandemonium and chaos and rioting in the streets, our life is, seems to be pretty well, pretty good. We got, to, we got the um, – can we say it? We just had – we had a little socially distant summer camp. That's right. For I the was kids. There. You were there. And yep. it was – I just stood and I was in awe of what God, Jesus was doing. It's just so awesome what the people at Father's House do. Yeah. This, this little camp had kids from all over, and it. It, it was just a miracle. And that's what, of course, last time we were here, we were talking about I was working in the sun and doing right. this camp. Yep. And we got it you ready. Look a little and more we got it ready now. kind of, yeah. Yeah, that was a grueling two weeks. So, so. <laughs> well, I, I, six. I, have, I took this week and haven't done a thing. I don't think I've done a minute's manual labor this week because I'm tired. I get yeah. up every morning, but, he's, he's but, there. Yeah, yeah, I'm there. She, yeah, she's like, dang it, he's here again. Are Is you, there any other projects going? I can come up with? <laughs> I know it. So I told her that the church is starting tomorrow. The steel work on the church is starting yep, tomorrow. Yeah, our ren- renovation and, uh, project. Or, uh, look how excited she is. I mean, she's almost extension. getting. Are we going to be gone when I wake yeah, up? Yeah, because I'll be having to no, get back No, we have at to. It. No, no, we have to call Zoom. We have to call Pakistan. Oh, I got Pakistan tomorrow, don't I? Okay, wow. Global reach here. <laughs> Just name dropping, yeah. Yeah, Chris, uh, Christopher, dropping, Shankar yeah. in Pakistan. Okay. Yeah, you knew his name, huh? Mm-hmm. Hi, Christopher, if you're listening. Yeah. We've got listeners, uh, check this morning, we've got listeners in Saudi Arabia. Wow. Ireland, Spain, Nigeria. Well, so if you're, if you're listening and you're wow, not from the U- U.S. or Canada... Uh, go ahead and send us an email. We'll shout you out. We're really happy to have you guys. We Lots will say your names if you're from Ireland we or will Saudi Arabia. Your names perfectly on the podcast. I can screw up anyone's name. You can. Okay. You watch what I can do with someone. You still from, call him Mac. From a, yeah. yeah, that's my cousin's <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, I do not. I do not call him Mac. That's and, the name uh, of my last dog. And quick shout out to the Canadians listening. That's happy our, our one of our biggest markets. Lots of oh, Manitobans Canada. and Albertans. And we had our Canada Day celebration poutine. last night. Poutine, you didn't invite us. A little poutine. You got the email. No, you said all, oh. the, the email was only if you are part, if like your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, or, or Canadian, would, or would like to Canadians be strong can come. And, uh, be. Uh, she, she, I don't know. It was a surprise she, to me that we were having she, it. To she be may honest. have even used the term significant other. Or something. Oh boy. I don't know. I don't know. I got to go back and read it, but I thought I saw significant. <laughs> I saw other. the poutine. He would a hate it. Canadian, but I uh, thought that would be a uh, word. Do you, extra have you 3, ever had poutine? poutine yeah, yeah, no. It's okay. For it those who like don't it. know it, poutine. it's French fries. Yeah. Level there. two is cheese curds. Stop we there. didn't have cheese curds because I guess you can't get them in the United States. Yeah, what? Well, thankfully, uh, we had mozzarella very, cheese instead. The very word and then, cheese curds. Then gravy on top, and then you can put bacon or mushrooms, you whatever did. you want. Yeah, uh, we also had. I don't know if you knew this, but 
craft dinner is what it's called in in Canada, but what we call it down here is craft macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Apparently, there's a gigantic difference that nobody can tell except for real Canadians. Wow. So we had a bunch of that thanks to some of our Canadians uh, around here. Can I here. just ask? I know every I hear people right now, even though they're not listening, but when they do listen, I know that I hear their minds. How many calories? For a plate of poutine, and just an average French mm. fries, gravy, cheese curd, well, they, bacon. They use the metric system, so there's really no telling. It's so. it's got to be four thousand calories. I don't know. You got to com- convert it to metric and say it in French. And Canadians then tell us Canadians how many. I don't think understand. if you had poutine on my lawn, I would step in it. I think I was, that's one of those things. I don't it's think one of those things I would step around. But I'd be afraid to step in it. You Let couldn't alone resist the it. Twinkie that was sitting here in our <laughs> yeah. studio he last hates week. Cheese. Twinkies Two weeks are good. Ago. He hates sounds, cheese. Oh, you hate cheese? Poutine yeah. sounds very equal to what I would find on my lawn. Okay. <laughs> oh, my. Now you offended every Canadian. Apologize. Apologize. <laughs> Apologize all the Canadians. I'm sorry that uh, you guys no, came no, up no, with No, 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 no. You guys came up with a thing called poutine. Poutine. <laughs> Is it poutine? No, P-O-U. better with you. I think we need to start. I think we need to start over. I think we just need to start no, over. It's, it's P-O-U-T-I-N-E. I'm sorry, uh, Lowen P-O-U. family. I'm sorry, P-O-U-T-I-N-E. everybody. And really, P-O-U. Come on, yeah. all by yourself. <laughs> I just, you just blew the whole picture. Poutine. How do I unsee that? A pile of poutine spelled P-O-U. Oh, our, our uh, listenership oh, just man. went down by 60%. I can, hear him, I can hear him just getting. You know, they're, they're really good at being offended, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, that's true. That's why you have to keep saying sorry all the time, eh? Sorry, yeah. So we, I'm really we love sorry. You Canadians. I have my Canadian residency. I, uh, I'll come up there and make it right, eh? So just. Hey. Oh, that right? was that oh, you that placated. Was weird, that was a placation. Uh, yeah. Sorry, and you're and you say a and sorry. Happy Canada same. Day. Happy Canada Day. We hey, love Canadians. Canada. And by the time you're listening to this, hope everybody later. had a, a great Fourth of July. Yeah, as happy Fourth well. of July. So um, you know what the Father's House has a ton of? What's that? Canadians. We That's right. Them. And they were all in my we house. We love them and That's they right. love us. Yeah, they were all invited to the poutine dinner yeah. yesterday, which we weren't. Well, <laughs> yeah, we That's, weren't. You got you to talk to my Because he poutine. We knew what I was going to say about <laughs> poutine. Yeah. You're going to offend all of our people who love you. Yeah. You Canadians. know what I was going to say? Oh, Shereya. I stepped, I yeah, well, good, good thing they can't. had to put my shoes through okay, the laundry. Okay, stop. Good what? thing they can't get back to their home and native land because yeah, they'd, be uh, they'd be out. Home and she gone. Land. I saw yeah. you guys singing the Canadian National Anthem. Yeah, we did it. Yep. Yeah. Good, yeah. Because, I, okay, I'm just going to be real honest. About six or seven years ago, we had probably – nine to ten Canadians on staff back then, and we asked them on Canada Day to sing their national anthem, mm-hmm. and we were shocked. Some of them didn't know it? Oh, probably 50% didn't know yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh, boy. They were and lucky they- Terry Mumby was in the house that night because <laughs> oh, yeah. she knew it. She knew and it. Jordy. And, she, and Jordy didn't know well, it. Well, there's, there's some mouthed. of them. He mouthed it along with his mother. He kept looking at his mother. <laughs> there's anyway. some of them that can sing it in French, too, wow. French and, oh, and wow. English. Oh, can wow. your wife? Would your wife no. be one of those? No. Oh, no. So no. who would that be? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody Just asked some last them. night, well, are we singing it in French or English? And then Just some of them. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No one here. No. So that question. People, not people are ridiculous. <laughs> All right. So uh, you don't say ridiculous. So the question was ridiculous question, to ask. Do we sing it, it in French? Oh. <laughs> Since nobody yeah. there can, why are we? Why okay, are we so asking the question? Now we have, we spent ten minutes on poutine. Seven. Of, seven. And seven we, and we, on and we offended you everybody. Call it, you called it poutine too. I like it's that. It's poutine. P o u t i n e. You just called it poutine. <laughs>
No, you. Well, you no, it's your ears. No, you did. Play back the tape. <laughs> oh man, this one's gonna get lots of views on YouTube. I think people are gonna get to about seven minutes thirty seconds in the podcast and switch over. <laughs> They're gonna be done. So they gotta see. If you're here, you gotta see our face. Uh, I spent the last, I guess, five, four days out in the bush with the kids. In the and bush. I forgot. Yeah, that's a Canadian thing to say in the too. Bush. I forgot uh, sunscreen one day, and then on this arm, I got poison oak from working in. Uh, on Are running water I saw, pipes. I saw you floating on the pond and you had a farmer's tan. <laughs> oh man. You were so white from your sleeve up. It was amazing. With your, with your, uh, with your sweater on. This yeah. Be, this well, beautifully tan. We, can we post that on the, in the notes? Beautiful. Yeah, go for Picture it. Picture of you in the kayak. I don't think the notes has a, an image, image, uh, <laughs> section there. You can't in transform the, an image there. No. Drop okay. It in. Thankfully. Thankfully. Yeah. Anyway, it was, Max did a great job. He was in his element with the kids and it oh, was, was phenomenal. It was, it was amazing. Fun. Was there anything else you wanted to talk about today? <laughs> Man. Yeah, we could get into it, <laughs> but, not. uh, I, I have a feeling we could just focus on poutine for the rest of the time. I don't think so. I've, so. I've done, I've done my poutine. Uh, he's like, he's like a dog after yeah. a bone. Poutine routine. I've exactly. done it already. <laughs> yeah. I've done the whole thing. So, th yeah, we're not actually just talking about Canadian foods that Steve dislikes and disagrees oh, with. Oh, boy. Maple, and, maple uh, syrup. And we've added insult to injury by also claiming that no Amer uh, no Canadians know their own national anthem. No, we like the time that. No, I didn't say that. Like Max time says. I was Terry knows it very well. I was watching the Blue Jays in the, in the playoffs, and one of the American sports anchors said, uh, when a foul ball went in the stands, he's like, oh, that was a pretty good catch for a Canadian. Oh. And the next day he had to come on TV <laughs> and say sorry that, that he uh, implied that a whole nation doesn't know how to catch a baseball. <laughs> yeah, but it's that's, true. That's, oh, stop. There you go. Blue Jays. Strike three. They, Steve's they, out. We're moving it's, on. It's true. He did need to apologize. You're yeah. the one that's, you know what? You just, you'd lie to softball. Literally. Mm -hmm. Or hardball. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, lot, we lot love you, line. Canadians. We We're, really do. We, we, we wouldn't. Do. The father's house. Seriously, if you're listening from Canada, which is, we've got a ton of listeners yeah. in. We did all over. We did until this. Uh, just send us an email and tell us how disappointed in us you are. It's and, Pastor uh, Steve Orsillo at gmail dot com. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll. Uh, <laughs> You know, yeah. this is cancel culture right now, guys. We oh. could be saying stuff right now that will get us pulled from the airways. Just from I utterly and totally love Canadians. <laughs> and me too. Just Everything from talking Canadian. badly about poutine. So <laughs> well, we're actually like going to be talking about we're going to be talking about revival today. Oh boy, good segue. La yeah, we got to we got to change gears here. Last week we were talking about changing the world, and we talked about how. You know, everybody wants to change the world. There's all these things that we see in the world that need to be changed and addressed. And uh, we, we asked ourselves the question, how do we go about doing that? Is it is it always going about and changing? You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Got to change everybody else. Or, or where does it start? Does it start with me and um, and my life? And so that's where we kind of ended last week. And so since then, I've been thinking about specifically in a Christian world about the idea of revival. And I kind of wanted to ask you guys about that because I, uh, if you've been listening to the show for a while, I, I'm not from the same stream of Christianity. So when I first became a Christian, uh, I joined a Baptist church, a little Baptist church, the first Baptist, the Baptist. church of, of Louisville. And I really loved it, singing yep. hymns and stuff. Yep. And, um, and then as I grew up, I was kind of just your garden brand evangelical. And uh, and so when I heard the term revival, I didn't really understand it. I just I just I didn't really think of whole lot about it i thought it was you know maybe there's a revival meeting in the summer and everybody's a little bit more excited about being a christian Good. and kind of kind of like your your 
you know, yearly maintenance or so or every like summer camp for adults. Yeah, something like that. Um, and then when I got here, I started hearing in the School of Transformation about these revivals that actually changed the course of history. Right. Um, just big things that that happened and nobody was the same who was around them. And I hadn't remember he hearing anything about that. So I thought it'd be cool to spend some time talking about what is revival? Where does it come from? Where are some examples and kind of what what is revival and what's not revival because I think there there could be some confusion especially coming from my my side of things and maybe even coming from the uh, charismatic side of things too so when we say revival Steve what are we actually talking about my opinion and there's a this is one of those subjects where man there's a lot of opinions but for me is where something dead comes back to life and okay. I think that in Christianity, we develop a lot of doctrines and ways of living and agreement with the world that causes a pieces, of, pieces of us to die. Okay. We become, it's like, it's like when you start, when you're revived, you're like skiing on ice. Mm -hmm. Going downhill is very easy and everything's downhill. Mm -hmm. And then we come up with these philosophies and ways of living and ways of believing that starts to be uphill. And if you've ever been on skis going uphill, it's definitely a completely different world. Mm. And revival is where something dies inside of you. Your faith just keeps getting chipped away. Your, your hotness becomes lukewarm. Um, you, just, you just keep losing ground. Your temptation becomes, your ability to withstand temptation becomes a little, you, little bit less and less. You compromise a little more and more. And revival comes along and it, it lights you on fire and re-energizes you. And it's like you have gas in your tank, and it's yeah. being ignited. Now you have an engine to go uphill. Mm. Mm. Um, I think that you know, without revival, Christianity should be a slide. It should really be. We get up with joy in our hearts. We see the Lord every day. We have the feeling of I'm with you, Jesus. And you good say without morning. revival. Yeah, when we're not in revival, okay. mm -hmm. just living Christianity as it is. It should be that even a hardship has peace and patience and kindness. You have peace through the storm. You, Jesus slept in the storm. We're all saying that faith should be sleeping in the storm. Hmm. Well, that's not revival. That's Christian life. That's huh. being filled with the Holy Spirit. Good. That's the, the bar that we're aiming yeah. for. It's awareness that God is with me every day. The Good. presence of Jesus in my life every day ought to be kind of like sliding downhill. Mm -hmm. It just we, we, we face troubles easily. We deal with hurt and pain and unforgiveness. We deal with those things on a daily basis, giving them over to the Lord, casting our cares upon him, making life go easy. But Christians, Christianity in itself is not easy mm -hmm. because what we do is we constantly listen to 5,000 different people and come up with philosophies. I think the both sides of the coin, the, the side that doesn't believe in anything supernatural movement of God in your life and the side that, that, uh, believes in supernatural things and, and, and testimony and constantly testifying and constantly praying for you for supernatural. I think both of them work to kill things inside of us. Mm. Mm. They tear at our faith. They, 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 it's like loading bricks on our shoulders. And revival comes along and resets the stage. It's a reset. Good. And we get re-energized and we okay. have that gas in our tank and things are and now we have fuel to go uphill, not just slide downhill. Right. And that's where most good, like the father's house started out of revival. Okay. I was dragging. Oh my gosh. I didn't, hadn't lost a step at all in my love for Jesus, but it was like, it was like a trudge. It mm -hmm. was trudging. 
And I went to a, a revival in Toronto, and I was totally judgmental of it and had no expectation that anything was going to come out of this nut house. Yeah. And, I mean, I was just, the Holy Spirit met me there and transformed me, and I came home on fire. I was burnt. I was, I was, like, I was, like, I want, I was judgmental. I got no other word. I was judgmental about ministry. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to because you minister, you're going to deal with people. And if you deal with people, they get all these attitudes, you know. And I think, so how I got there was the expectation of supernatural every day of my life. And everybody telling me they got healed and this they got gold teeth and they got, and none of it happened for me. So what's wrong with me? Mm. And, and, and day by day, you just start, the bricks start loading. They can be self-loaded. They can be others loaded. It doesn't matter. The war for your mind is constantly on. And the purpose of it is to kill your joy, your peace, your, 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 confidence in god's love for you faith your faith in his presence your mm -hmm. your knowledge that he hears your voice you just he doesn't hear me or i you should probably ask because if i ask it definitely won't happen yeah. you start really you start going in the way of doubting right and revival comes along and wipes the slate clean and as much as i loved him i just was i just was trot i was trotting there in 19 uh, 90, 94. 90 94. 94 really 94 okay and uh, oh, I went to Toronto in '94. Yeah. Okay. So, um, nailed it. And and the Holy Spirit just—I mean, it was really a strange story. I won't tell it here today, but it was a just a wisp, a wisp. And the next day, I was giggling and laughing, and joy came back, and I was on fire. You were skipping. I was skipping. I you, was you've a, never skipped. I was like forty-something years old. Skipping down the road old, in Toronto. Yeah, I was. I was 50 years old, actually, 14 years ago. No, that's more than 14. 24. Oh, wow. 26. Wow, 26 years ago, I was 40. Whew. Anyway, I'm skipping down 38. the road. Uh, whatever I was, I'm skipping down the road in Toronto, just laughing my head off. So he doesn't laugh or skip. I laugh a lot, but I don't skip much. <laughs> only at others, only at others' expense with poutine. And that's and, right. And only at Canadians' was, expense. It was crazy how much joy I had in I came home on fire. I suddenly could play songs on the guitar. I started leading worship with the songs of Toronto, and I started having revival all around me. People, my my transformation started touching others. Mm. And you know, I never, I didn't turn my back on God. It just was the weight of carrying all of this doubt and all of this argument and all of this everything but what Jesus said we're supposed to do. And I think that's really what happens to all of us Christians. We just we we start trudging. We might get in a rut where we just we fix ourselves in a rut and we just say, oh, I'm going to make it to the end, Eeyore. you know, mm -hmm. and we don't have the things that he said uh, the Holy Spirit should bring up. The Holy Spirit comes. I should have joy. I should have peace. I should have patience. I should have kindness, goodness. I should have self-control. Yeah. You know, I should have love, joy, faith. And so I think revival is the revitalization of those fruit. And it happens by the Holy Spirit showing up and i think that what kills me most of the time is you know people telling me that all of these things happened and then are happening in my life and then you mm -hmm. find out they didn't they weren't you know the people the testi bring the testi hype yeah, yeah bringing hype. hype kills more faith it causes more weight and so then we have you know um revival and i think for me, holiness brings revival to me. When I feel the holiness of God, it revitalizes me to just, like, I know I'm not holy. 
And so the holiness inside of me is from him. I know that, you know, in this world, with all the things we go through, our granddaughter's sickness, and then finally her demise, Jordy's demise, and his illness, the fire that burned our house, and there's so many more, you know, they should, they would have killed us. By our nature, uh, they would have drug us down. I would have mm -hmm. went into a deep depression, but I didn't because the Lord continually revives me. But what I'm looking for is the kind of revival that happened to me back in 94. And I've, this has happened back in 70, you know, the 70s to me. It happened several times in my life where I had baptism of the Holy Spirit that you would have to say lit me on fire, mm -hmm. that revitalized, that, that brought back to life those things that I had let die. And I think that's what revival is, bringing back, revitalizing what died. It's good. And I think that our goal every day is to, I'm not sure we can stop the dying in our, in our spirit, but I think we can slow it down by doing all the right things. And I think we probably could stop it if we would identify the wrong ideas and just say, I resist that. I resist that. The, the, the supernatural happening to me doesn't make me prove that God loves me. This, you know, that's not whether it happens to me or doesn't happen to me. And that's really the, the thing I see the most of people falling away is, well, you share that it happened for you, but it doesn't happen for me. And I think that's back to the idea of what's in it for me, Christianity. I think in the what's in it for me and I'm looking for all I can get in Christianity, I think that's where dying happens the most, the dying of your faith, the dying of your love, the dying of your joy. It all happens the most in that what's in it for me thing. I think when you live your Christianity and what's, what can I do, what can I give, how can I serve, I owe him everything. I think it's much harder to kill your spirit. I think it's much harder to, to begin to diminish your faith and, and put it on a sickbed, you know. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I think revival is. I think it's bringing from death into life. Okay. And I think that the, the battle we face that needs revival is we allow things to die. <laughs> anything to anything to add to that, Vicky? Well, I don't or? think there's anything else to add to that. It was uh, really, really good. I think that's exactly right. Yeah. So it, I'm going to amend that. That's helpful to think of. Yeah. It actually comes from the word, right? Like yeah. you're bringing something back Revive. to life. I hadn't thought of it that way. When I when I hear revival, um, I the first thing now that starts coming to my mind is is like the manifestations where you can see that something different yeah. is going on. You've right? been revived. I, I feel revived. Yeah. Yes. It's it's um, and, and see see what by just you doing that puts unnecessary expectations on you. And the truth is, it's we've been brought from death dead to life. And yeah, there's been great revivals. And I actually think through this Corona COVID nineteen craziness, I believe there'll be a Corona revival hmm. because I believe many people will come to Christ because of the necessity and the fear that's that's permeated in this that's country, good, in this yeah. world. That's so good. I actually think I'm looking forward to actually, because there's been Toronto Revival, Toronto Blessing, there's been the uh, Jesus Jesus Movement. Bethel there's Church. Bethel, Bethel's been great. Um, mm -hmm. But it's like, but I think through, I think years to come, well, years to come until Jesus comes back, I think there will be a Corona Revival. Mm. We'll call it, you know, I'd call it the Corona Revival. Yeah. I mean, we're speaking to people in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You know, we're online and, and we're speaking to people in Pakistan and Ireland and and um, we've never been able to. Yeah. And people are coming to life. And as we look around the father's house, many people are being revived yeah. and through through adversity. Through you know, I think I think tremendous. Th adversity. And that I think is really, really a powerful thing, too, is that we don't want adversity. Yeah, I don't you, we want to choose it. No. 
but through adversity, through my daughter, my granddaughter, my daughter, my my beloved Jordy, and everything else, people have watched us. And like Steve said, it didn't kill us. You know, we're still here. We came on we came on the podcast three days after each one of them passed yeah. away. I think, which was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's we're that's curious. That's revival because because our life is such a short. You know, like Lisa Bauer said last night, just a, just a minuscule piece of eternity. Piece, so yeah. I think revival. I think there's gonna be a lot of revival. I think um, I think mm. we're getting towards the finish line. Yeah. In society. I, I think the thing that brings the most death, I thought of this, was the manufactured revival. Did you say death? Yeah, most things. thing that causes so much death yeah, to our spirit good. that that, I'm not talking about we're alive and now we're dead. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the slow the killing of our yeah. desires, the slow killing of our love, the slow killing of our faith. I think it's manufactured revival. Wow. Trying to tell you this is revival. It's mm-hmm. good. You know, the saying that the Holy Ghost is so powerful in here instead of allowing you to feel the Holy Ghost and, 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 in every, in where nobody has to say it. Everyone knows right. it. I think that the manufactured revival is the one that causes the most death and or the man the telling you that your faith has to do this or that. Yeah. You and uh, I think the only thing your faith has to do is lay down its life mm. and love one another. Really, that's it. That's and But we're all, I think when revival comes, nobody has to tell you about it. I mean, people come as though they were there was a calling as though there was a smell in the air like the migration of the ducks <laughs> you know if they just turn yeah. and go towards it in the old days without without the uh, world wide web and without telephones without computer in your pocket on your phone uh, you know people came to revivals just they got up and started walking yeah um, I've read of many lately that just traveled two days walking on a dirt road to get to a revival and and found it, and I don't know how they do that. You know, they must ask people along the road. Have you heard of this? But they don't. They just they migrate to this revival because the Holy Spirit calls them to it. Mm. And true revival is that to me. And and the one that kills us all is the manufactured one. You know, we set up a tent. There's revival in it. Revival going on, as if revival were something other than the reviving from death to life. Mm. And the Holy Spirit, Jesus, came to make all things brand new and to cause things to be born again mm-hmm. from death to life. And I think, you know, like the word revival, like, you know, like I'm talking <clears throat> about Toronto or Jesus Movement, um, lots of pe- lots of people, that friends and people we know will say that we're, we're, we're having a revival, you know. Mm-hmm. So if, if the definition that Steve said, that kind of makes sense because I was thinking everybody calls everything a revival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, be- I was part of Toronto, and it was something I've never seen in my whole life, you know. It was craziness and and lots of ministries were born out of the um, Toronto uh, revival. I was part of that. Um, it, it changed people's lives. And, you know, so I, th- I think the definition of going from uh, death to life is a really great, I think it's a great definition. Mm. Right. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to ask about that, like the what changes afterwards. Because I, as I was thinking about this, I started reading in Acts, in, in Acts 2, and because uh, that's the day of Pentecost, right? When the Holy Phenomenal. Spirit came for the first time. And so the, that first part where, where, the, where it's Luke, right? Luke wrote Acts. And he's talking about everybody came together. And then there's the, all these crazy things happening. Like there's a rush of wind. And there's falling out of windows. Like fire coming yeah. on every person. And people are speaking in tongues. And everybody thinks they're drunk. And that's, I think, in, in a lot of ways, a lot of what people they say, okay, if that stuff's happening, that there is revival. And uh, so that was kind of familiar to me. But then I, I keep reading, and at the end of the chapter, 
I get to the part where where the believers, like 3,000 people or so that, that believed because they saw all these things and they heard people talking in their own languages, and then they, they start devoting themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship and breaking of bread together. And by the end of the chapter, that just that one chapter, they're all living together and nobody has any needs, right? It's changed. And it's, it's a complete change of, of life for them. Philosophy it, and everything. Well, because they were, they were Jewish men, right, who came yeah. and they hear, they're from all over the word, world, uh, all over the known world then, coming t- just to Jerusalem for, a, right. I guess, for the Pentecost festival or whatever it was. And then their lives were completely altered That's after that, right? So that doesn't seem like it's it's just about the the things that you see or hear or experience, but it's about what what happens afterwards. What's shocking to me too is is as you read the, the gospels that precede precede that is that and the up and down uh, Christianity of all these heroes of the faith who had no. Their, their faith was like what's a mile wide and an inch deep. inch deep yeah. you know and then the Holy Spirit comes on the day of Pentecost and they're just like let's go die let's go do this let's mm-hmm. you know so it, in it, it's it's shocking to me it's a revival thing again about from death to life those guys really didn't get it Matthew Mark Luke and John you know they yeah. really didn't get it until that day mm-hmm. and then it's totally revived their life and they became leaders in the church they gave their whole life they gave their money they gave their time they corrected people they said really harsh things i mean ananias and sapphira you know it's like how do you how do you brush that one away um so that's such a pivotal point in in our journey and the journey of christianity uh historical and today is that the holy spirit totally revived them they had the knowledge they saw him they walked with him Mm -hmm. but it wasn't enough because as soon as he died they scattered and they looked like they didn't have as yeah, much courage. Yeah, that's the hardship you're talking about. Correct. So yeah. they had hardship, and then they came back together, and then this happened. So I just wanted to say that before Steve. I, I'm sure Steve so, has something. So there where Peter was with the 3,000 that you're talking about. They thought they were, you know, they, they said, Are you drunk? we are not drunk with much wine, but it is the Holy Spirit that came upon us and was speaking in tongues, and they all heard them in their own languages, and mm-hmm. all those things that happened. To call that revival is like calling the sneeze the cold. Hmm. That's not the cold. The sneeze is a result of the cold. Hmm. All of those things are a result of the revival. Okay. The Holy Spirit came to cause them to be born again. He didn't come to make you speak in a different language. He didn't come to make you go give all your stuff away. He came to make all things brand new, new, Hmm. to change the dead into the living. And the result of that is you sneeze. And your sneeze is speaking in other languages, uh, being generous, being kind, being good. Those aren't the signs of revival. Those are the results of revival. Those are the manifestations that revival has happened. And that's kind of a problem in today's world because people go and they do it. They go ahead and laugh or fall down. and They make that And the they goal. say, look, that's there's it. revival. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't prove there's revival. What proves there's revival so after good. you fall down, laugh, walk like a chicken, bark like whatever. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. But yeah. anyway, you know, <laughs> whatever you do, you know, man- yeah. <laughs> manifest all over the room. Eat poutine. Yeah. E- even eat poutine if you're me. That would be a miracle. Oh my gosh. Yep. That would be the whole. That'd be revival. So, so if you did all those things, they wouldn't show revival. What would show revival is what did I do afterwards? Get and up, when I came home up. from Toronto, I I played music that I couldn't play before. Hmm. I suddenly could play all the songs I heard. It was amazing. I went from being just a terrible guitar player, the fairly good singer, to being able to lead worship so much better than ever I had in my whole mm-hmm. life. 
and the whole room started falling down. And they didn't know about revival. They weren't in Toronto with me. I came home in the room. The Holy Spirit showed up with me and began to affect them. Yeah. They fell down. They had these wild worship services. But that, again, is not revival. That church was not in revival because that happened. It's in revival if they take that happening. The streets. And go out and do something. Mm -hmm. the, the, the symptoms of revival is a changed life. Um, being made brand new, becoming alive, and then taking that life out to life begets life and use it to lead others to life. Hmm. And that's, that's why you know you didn't just have a fire one night. You I just like didn't that. have a spark, you know, in the gas. And you had a nice campfire and everybody cried and we all went home the same as we came, mm -hmm. but we can tell a story of a really great, great event. Well, you want to call it revival is when you have completely changed and you are lit up and your fire doesn't go out and you don't need to put more wood on the fire. Mm -hmm. The fire is all consuming and never ending. The water yeah. doesn't have to water bucket doesn't have to be refilled. It just keeps you just keep pouring water out of it and you got plenty of all you need to have that Holy Spirit touching you and you are, you are charged up like you are. You're a rocket ship that needs no fuel. You yeah. got, you got, you are a full on. And so we came home and we had that and the church did all that. And then all of a sudden the Lord tells us to fast and then he tells us to start a church. And I mean, it's just like, doesn't matter what you ask. I'm alive mm -hmm. and we'll do whatever you say. And Vicky's never backed down from what he said. And she wasn't in Toronto. Her revival came later and um, mine, mine came then. And, and the result of it was. A charged life and then a whole bunch of people joined us from that group here that were falling down they joined us mm -hmm. and they they were on fire and their fire kept going so it's good I like that. yeah so you talked a little bit about the the corona revival yeah. maybe that you kind of sense coming around the bend sometime maybe soon maybe later and Steve I know you, I've heard you talk about you have a vision of revival and having Orville be a place that touches the world. Yeah. So do you see revival playing playing any role with that in your lifetime? 100%. I believe that the holiness revival is coming a little different than ever before. Mm -hmm. That Well, not ever before, but any time in anyone who's alive Modern today. History. Okay. I think that John G. Lake talked about South Africa, and he tried to describe it, and he said, you, you have no idea. Even in the book of Acts, it wasn't like this. They never described their revival the way we're describing what's going on in South Africa. And then he asked the question, do you want to know why God poured out, poured out his spirit on South Africa? And then he tells a story. It's in a book called A Man Without Compromise. And he tells the story of the pre, what precluded the revival pouring out. And it, it was a lot of really dedicated ministers to this mission going out and giving their lives uh, it's too long a story to tell, but he did 18 funerals that year for his minister's families. Mm. Wives, husbands, Starved and children died. And he traveled to each place one of his people died, one of their family, and he, and he would bury them. And he would do their funeral because that's what they asked for. We'll go die in the field as long as you'll come bury us. Mm. And uh, he went and wow. did it. He said, that's the kind of commitment, you know, that it, we have that the Holy Spirit was attracted to the South Africa, and he describes us holiness revival in South Africa. And quite a few of the holiness movements in the world today come out of South African revival, you know. And great adversity, so too. When, when I did believe that happen? so. Uh, John G. Lake was 18, 
It was the um, gosh, John G. Lake was. Can you find that for us, um, Luke? Eighteen. We got middle, a fact check. Late eighteen hundreds. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not sure the year. Because I mean, Africa, I'm, once again, I'm not from that that same stream. I didn't grow up with the story. Right, right. But back to Oroville. But so I think what's going on in Oroville is, I think that very similar to John G. Lake's description of South Africa is what I see in Oroville, and and I know it's gonna it's 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 going to be an extraordinary thing. And that holiness is going to go out from Oroville. And people are going to just be walking down the street and they're going to be convicted. And they're mm -hmm. going to kneel down and say, Lord, I've fallen short of your glory. Would you help me? And they're going to rise up from the ground different with a new charge to them. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a revival that doesn't take a minister praying for them at the front of the church. It's going to spread like, like a ladder rain because water, when it doesn't pile up, it goes out and mm -hmm. it finds its own level. And, it's, and if you keep pouring the water, it just keeps spreading. And, and if it finds obstacles, it fills up and then goes over it yeah. and washes it out. And I think that there will be many obstacles, but the Lord, if he keeps pouring his holiness, it will spread around the face of the earth. And I, that's kind of what we believe. It's a fire that spreads until it burns the earth. Mm -hmm. And the time we're in today, I think we're, we're facing some things with challenges everyone's faith is going to be challenged you're going to be challenged to give an answer for what you believe whereas we've just come through at least 50 years of where we didn't really have to do that you know yeah um, the last Prosperity. thing that was close to this was the vi the violence and the 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 demonstrations over vietnam vicky and i were young but we were alive you know we we remember it and it was scary like we're our whole world's falling apart um because the the police and the, the clashes with the students and mm -hmm. you know the whole anti-war thing and it was nothing compared to today today is complete anarchy and um <clears throat> the very uh, pillars of authority are being cast down you know where there's no there will be no authority yeah and and of course that is a perfect breeding ground for the kind of revival i'm talking about where there could be a spokesman i don't know who that would be or it could be no spokesman, but the glory of God is going to come to the earth to allow every man the opportunity to believe. Mm. And and every man won't. Or why revival. But it it ha but I believe it'll be a holiness movement. Mm. Of course there'll be miracles, of course there'll be death, but but there will be God seen clearly. And that's what I think in that I think people's lives will be changed they'll be brought back to life they're they're kind of walking in a slumber today as though they as though they're in a fog in a hopelessness of fog of everything being about them and this selfishness that just it it, it lulls you to sleep and it tears at your faith to be mm. to like they're selfish next to you and all of a sudden you find yourself it's just like a, a rotten apple being put in an mm. apple barrel and pretty soon they're all rotten yeah you put selfish people in the midst of unselfish people it's funny Without revival, that unselfish person doesn't become unself. Uh, that selfish person doesn't become unselfish, but with revival, he does. Mm. It changes. We, we instead of gravitating to the negative, we gravitate to the positive, the godly spirit, the yeah. godly response. I hope that made sense. I got a little confused there, but um, uh, yeah, you understand. I'm, I'm with you. You got the. You have a group of unselfish people and one else. One selfish person can can change the whole atmosphere if they're willing to be loud. But in revival, you can have one unselfish person yeah. and a whole room of selfish. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, everybody's just Dead. repenting, saying, I'm so sorry for being selfish. Mm -hmm. What can I do? 
Change my heart, O oh God. I have fallen short of your glory. I do think we'll see that in, in, I, in that's our what lifetime. I think. Well, in your lifetime, for sure. You know, yeah. I don't know if it means Steve, but um, for I sure. I expect to. Yeah, we expect to see, you know, him come back or support his glory. I think it's it's going to be the last quote-unquote revival. Yeah. It's going to usher in the end times. and Because mm -hmm. uh, we really have never seen anything like the, the world today. Mm -hmm. It's the, the, between the coronavirus and the incredible almost martial law, you know, being wielded. And then the, the lack of, mar you know, um, accountability and people just taking things and looting and the police being defunded or whatever. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy. I don't know where it's going to end. Mm -hmm. it's, you know, I, so... Yeah. I just believe that revival is not about supernatural miracles like in the like Jesus did. I think it's supernatural changing of men's Agreed. hearts. I mm -hmm. really do. I think that death like life. like schools of fish are all going the wrong way and all of a sudden they just they just turn. It's good. And you'll see it. You'll you'll see it like somebody rang a bell. Like somebody blew a whistle and called Kind of like them Israel home. back in the yeah, 40s. Yeah, just like Israel returning to oh, Israel. Oh, yeah, everybody yeah. just... The yeah. Jews yeah. returning to Israel in the late 40s. It's, I think no it's reason. just like that, like the beacon call. Yep. Mm. He says he'll blow all these he horns, able. these trumpets. And I think there's going to be a trumpet call to everyone who has faith but has let things die. He's going to revive that faith. Yeah. I think there's going to be mm. a call for people to turn back. And the challenges will be tough. The challenges will be hard because the... The tide against us will be so big. Adversity. It would have been nice if you had kept your faith and, and, and exercised it to strength. But no matter what point your faith is in, if it's revived, that life will propel you in the right direction. You will head towards Jesus. And, and I believe cry out for his mercy. And I believe that, you know, there's there's I don't know where it is, but I know that his word does not come back void in due mm. season. It will reap the benefit. And I think a lot of people whose love has grown cold or who's lukewarm, mm -hmm. prayerfully, the revival will bring them back to their first love. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what my prayer is, that every person who's, you know, just kind of lukewarm, you know, which just would be born again again. Because yeah. faith isn't faith until it's all you got. Mm. And in and, and the end times, I think that's what you're going to have to, you're going to either have to go one way or another. You know, right now, we still don't have to make a decision one way or another. Yeah. But I think revival is, is part of that decision mm -hmm. of just, you know, going from di so being, death to life. being kind of forced to, to make a decision, but also being given the gift of seeing things Correct. a lot clearer. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So that sounds, that sounds really exciting to me. And I, I really, I really pray I could be a part of that. You will be not only be a witness, but I mean, God willing actually be somebody that can play a role in making it happen. I think that's probably a lot of Christians out there would love to be a part of ushering in that sort of death to life revival. Is there anything that we can do just to, to, yeah. Anything we can do to help, like make it come sooner? Or, or well, make I just it really feel like there's, for some people in the audience, it's like your love has grown cold. You've lost your first love. Hmm. I think um, repenting for losing your first love and just like you know because it's it's I wish you were hot or cold, you know, but because you're lukewarm, that's not so good for you. But um, I think absolutely being born again, again today, and just Lord, I I just repent. I've lost my first love, my first thought in the morning, my last thought at night. It's all about you, Jesus, you know, and and honestly, that's a very difficult thing, especially if you're not living in Pakistan or, the, you know, some other countries, Canada and America. We are so, so easily benefited from the, you know, these, yeah, our we're countries. Yeah, we're coddled into, yeah. into 
we're just almost asleep, right? Correct. I just think just start being generous. Come in the opposite spirit. Start changing different different things. If you have an idea, you know, you see somebody and you just feel like you should give them something, do it. Just start with little things. I think mm -hmm. we talked about that a few weeks ago. I would just say, I just really feel like there's a few few people out there that just really need to get back on their knees and say, I've lost my first love. Mm. I think yeah. that it's real clear how much the Lord values gathering and unity. And I think that there's two places. One is he says he get, he inhabits the praises of his people. And the other, he says, where two or more of you gather in my name. And I believe wholeheartedly that if you want revival, it's good. it happens in this big sense that we're talking about. And we're waiting for that big sense. But until that big sense comes true, there is the guarantee of the small sense. So if you were to really kind of find a church, and if you're in our area, come to the Father's house. Of course, or listen online, because, yeah. Because yeah. of the worship, and people are saying that the worship online is coming into their living room. Oh, mm -hmm. and and that Holy Spirit movement that gathers that that what's that word? It, it billows, it increases in His Inhabits. presence mm -hmm. uh, in 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 the gathering and in the worship happens online as well. But if you come, you still have to respond to it. It's not. Magic wand. Uh, it doesn't just come and do you. You have to move yeah. into it. You have to give your life to him. And lately we've been seeing a lot of people come to him in this gathering, in this holy feeling, and they respond to it, and they are in revival. A one-man revival, a two-man revival, a one-woman revival over here, a family revival over here. We're seeing it all throughout the Father's mm -hmm. House Church. People who were dying, just miserable, alive in Jesus Christ. We have people that went to a church for 25 years and they just started dying. They just During that church, they had those things dying in them and they responded, I believe the first time was online, mm -hmm. watching our church service and they, they heard the call and they moved into it and they, they began to experience revival. Their death started coming alive again. Yeah, and some of them aren't even here right. physically. They're, no. they're bringing that spirit of revival to the communities that they're in. That's right. Hopefully, maybe some of you guys are listening, and, and if you are, I want to hear that. If you can if you can send us an email with a story, something, we'd love to talk about it, follow up maybe, and uh, and hear some of those those stories of how, yeah. how the Holy Spirit is bringing you back to life and causing you to bring others back to life wherever you're at. I think reiterating, I think I really it can't be lost. If you're a church of one, because of hurts of your pastors, your leadership, you really need to forgive those people and you need to get back into church of a more than one because it's our Christianity. I think one of the casualties, it's just littered with people who don't go to church anymore. And what Steve said, it's, it's, it's epidemic. It's epidemic. It's epi epidemic that your leaders have let you down and you just use that for, you know, I go worship in the tree. I go worship in the, you know, mm -hmm. mother mm -hmm. nature, however you say it. And I think really honestly forgiving those people because they're, your offense and your hurt is causing you to be a church of one. And in these end days, you're going to need a community and the brotherhood uh, mm -hmm. of saints to get through this next season that God's calling us to. So I just want to reiterate what Steve was saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's a great place to end off. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited. It seems it seems pretty exciting. Yep. It seems uh, some of the stuff we've been doing with with our, our little camp with kids Aww. out in the woods. That feels so like cool. a great first step. And those seeing kids how many, were in revival for so them. many kids yep. just changed from, that's what I love about camp because yep. it's a microcosm of that's life, right? right? It's yep. 
first night at camp it's a bunch of kids who think they're too cool and they don't want to be there and the, the last night it's like can we stay another week can, can we, we stay longer and yeah right and so um so cool yeah I, I just hope that's that's and i know i trust it's on the way for us adults as well right be little kids, kids again adult, yeah mm-hmm. be like a little kid so thanks guys i appreciate it and we'll uh, talk to you after happy fourth of july after fourth of yeah. july yeah. yeah celebrate america celebrate the world yeah it's a great place to be a christian at least for now glad right. we're Tune live in sunday to the father's house live 11 oh, yeah, o'clock definitely so y- you can get more of the podcast yeah. at uncommonpodcast.com you can go to the father's house on facebook i've got the link in the description on youtube and on the the podcast you can go on facebook or youtube and watch us online it's going to be at 11 11 a.m pacific, pacific. time and, uh, and check out all the websites you guys been oh, yeah. making. That's another thing. Oh my when goodness! I'm not, when I'm not doing podcasts, Luke and Luke, Max our producer and, and Luke. I, are, and uh, my sister-in-law Tamara, another shout out to a Canadian here. Shout out to Tamara. We're uh, we're working on some websites. It's They're a phenomenal. Huge, huge team effort, but go ahead and click on over yep. to uh, changeorville.org. Check or us out. Fathershouseorville.com. And definitely uh, a good place to hear about revival and experience it in your own life is uh, transformationschool.org. So definitely check out those. That's our our school of transformation. And there's uh, six months. There's a a three-month light. And there's a a really... you know, other ones which they can up, do right? online right right those are those are online or in person so yeah check those out if you want more revival in your life Correct. school of transformation is a great first step uh, even easier first first step would just be tune into church this sunday or next wednesday right yep. so sundays at 11 and wednesdays at 6 6 30 uh, pacific time it's so. good all right well thanks have a great week thanks i love you guys love, love you guys too. all listening thanks for listening all over the world And we'll see you next week on The Uncommon Truth.